Good morning. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated. And this is your World Weather Update here on October the 26th. Uh, not a lot of change has occurred overnight in very many places, but first of all, we want to hit on this cold surge coming into the U.S. You know, temperatures are going to drop below freezing all the way down into the central parts of Texas and the northern parts of the Delta and the interior portions of the southeastern states. All of that is going to occur next week. That looks a lot like late November or December weather and we are certainly seeing that this morning in the northern plains where the temperatures in Montana and neighboring areas in uh, southern Alberta are in the negative and positive single digits. That's just crazy cold for late October and we're seeing significant snow. The snow totals haven't officially come in overnight but we are already uh, looking at totals over 11 inches in parts of North Dakota that occurred through last evening so we've had snow since then. Most of the snow this morning is occurring from the southwest part of North Dakota into northwestern Minnesota. A brand new surge of significant snow will be coming out of portions of Montana and Wyoming this afternoon and will reach the eastern Dakotas and Minnesota as we go forward into the night tonight into tomorrow and we'll likely see 4 to 10 inches of new snow occurring across much of that region. Well, there's really not too much to talk about outside of that except down in Texas there was a crazy amount of rain that fell in the last 24 hours. This occurred from the Big Bend area in the southwest part of that state, right through the heart of the Dallas-Fort Worth area and up into southeastern portions of Oklahoma. There were many, many reports of 4 to 8 inches of rain reported in that region. Flooding has occurred and is occurring. Most of the heavier rains are already beginning to subside now, but there's been some issues in those areas. Most of the Dallas-Fort Worth metro areas saw easily four to seven inches in general across the region. And just to the southwest of the, the metroplex there, there were amounts up to 8.7 inches. The stormy weather is all part of a very active weather pattern that's occurring in response to the cold air coming, although most of the heavy rain yesterday was just a byproduct of a weak upper level low pressure system pushing into the moisture left over behind uh, the remnants of uh, Tropical Storm Norma. But the cold air coming down across the central parts of the U.S. will be responsible for generating more precipitation as we go forward through the week and that's going to generate additional precipitation of course in many areas across the Midwest and eventually in portions of the northern Delta and the middle and north Atlantic states. We are still going to be looking at dry weather in the southeastern corner of the U.S. We did see some cold air finally bring frost into the Pacific Northwest. There's going to be some precipitation that's going to come into the coastal areas there as we get out into next week but not much in the Yakima Valley or central parts of Oregon for a little while, although some spits and spats will likely occur. Down in South America, the forecast is still all keyed in on whether or not it's going to rain significantly in Mato Grosso. Now, I, I, again, I want to reiterate what I've been saying. These models do have climatology built into them, and you're going to find every day you're going to come in, you're going to see that second week of forecast looking very wet. But when you come in the next day, it'll still look that way, but the second week rains will never show up in the first week. This will be a trend that we will see for several more days. And again, this morning, the European model is wetter than the GFS, and I do believe that G European is still out of line. Until that Amazon River Basin area shows dense cloud cover in the afternoons and widespread convection, I can't get too excited about making it rain in a significant manner across Mato Grosso. That does not mean it'll be absolutely dry, but the showers that occur are going to be sporadic and light, and it's going to continue 
continue to be warm so that evaporation will most likely negate most of the precipitation that occurs. And as a result, we're still going to have a dry bias prevailing there. The second week forecast, we should expect to see some increase in shower activity, but nothing like what the GFS model has been trying to suggest here in recent model runs. It's just been way too wet in that second week. All right, and we're still expecting to see too much rain in southern Brazil, southern Paraguay, and uh, that is going to be an ongoing event. We will look for this next round of heavy rains to begin on Friday night, and we'll just see rain occurring frequently from then all the way through midweek next week. And we will see 4 to 10 inches of, of rain occurring across some of that region, and there will be uh, uh, some more flooding that will take place. Replanting of some crops may be necessary in low-lying areas. Uh, it's going to be a real mess down that way, and some additional delays in planting and is also going to continue. In Argentina, no big changes today versus yesterday, a scattering of showers in the first week of the outlook, and then we'll likely see some increase in precipitation during the second week forecast, uh, but that occurs fairly late in the run. Australia this morning had some frost in Victoria and southeastern South Australia. Uh, there were a handful of locations reporting temperatures below freezing. Uh, the impact should be low, but we do think there might be some pockets of damage in wheat, barley, and canola areas. Uh, if you're into the pulse crops and lentils in particular, uh, there's probably some quality decline that will take place in southeastern South Australia and western Victoria because of the coolness this morning. From a rainfall perspective, the GFS is still trying to make too much rainfall in the eastern parts of Queensland and northeastern New South Wales. As we get out into the second week of the forecast, I'm not ready to buy into that. I'm going to stick with the European solution for now, which is a drier scenario. Some showers certainly will occur on the coast. Western Australia will stay free and clear of meaningful moisture for an extended period of time, keeping the stress on for winter crops reproducing and filling there. Uh, in Europe, we're still looking at a wet bias for a big part of the continent. We're seeing some hefty amounts of rain coming in the forecast. We're going to saturate the soil in parts of France, the UK, portions of northwestern Spain, northern Portugal, Italy, the eastern Adriatic Sea region, and Germany. All of those areas will get enough rain to really bolster the river and stream flows and help to start improving long-term water supply. It's been a long time since we've had good solid rains like that. And it looks like southeastern Europe will continue to be drier bias in this first week of the outlook, but the second week will generate a little bit of moisture. In Russia and parts of Ukraine, the forecast is similar to that of yesterday, still looking at precipitation in many areas that had been drier biased. Uh, there is uh, going to be some improvement in wheat and barley and rye establishment in those areas because the temperatures will stay warmer than usual. No big issues going on in China or India this morning. Southeast Asia will still, still see some scattered showers. We're still watching southern parts of Indonesia. They need greater amounts of rain for sure. And outside of that, it looks like the tropics are taking a temporary break here uh, with uh, not much threatening land for a little while around the world. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.